0: what's up everyone welcome back to you regular
1: wow here you we got, are you got that done your first try
0: i know usually i have to say it like four times and
1: then yeah she's like hey what's up everyone and then it sounds real <laughs> weird and then we laugh and stop and then we're like fuck that sucked and then you know we re-record and re-record and then finally we get something going
0: that's why you should just do it
1: i don't know i feel like i don't have like the voice for an introduction
0: Oh you say I have a nice voice?
1: No, it's it's stop. <laughs> toxic. What's wrong with you? A yeah, toxic voice. I didn't even know that was a thing. No, no, I'm just saying you are toxic. Like all look right. at you. Well like, I just, don't
0: know what that means.
1: So. You just like made up the fact like, oh, you said I had a cute voice. No, I, that's not <laughs> what I said at all. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. So you what's said going? I look
0: like garbage today. Do I no, look like toxic garbage? I,
1: no, that's not what I said. I said did you roll out of a trash can this morning?
0: Yeah, so I would be the garbage in the trash can.
1: No, yes. You would be the garbage. Correct. Not that you look like garbage. You are garbage. <laughs> You're just a garbage human being. Yes. <laughs> this is pathetic. I mean, this is so stupid.
0: <laughs> All right. So that's our intro. <laughs> so, that's, so that's our
1: intro. Um, what's going on? How you been?
0: Um, I've been good. Yeah, this past week was good. Work's good. You know, the usual... Been working out now. I've been going to the spin class, Um, so that's fun. On Friday, so I'm dating this guy, and I told him I was like, "Yo, I wax my nose hair," and he's like, "Let me help you with that." (laughs) And I was like,
1: "How does one help?" I feel like if you have like too many hands in like a small space like that, like people can't get things. Also, you're saying
0: I have a small nose. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You just complimented my nose. Anyways, so. I would put the wax in. And usually when I do it, it's like, slowly pull out, because that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> slowly pull out, because it's like, I get nervous. So he's like, yo, like let me just pull it. And he's like, damn, you got a hairy nose. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm sorry. I think it's hilarious. It's so like, that's how my Friday night went.
1: This past Friday.
0: Yeah, and then yesterday, I took my cats hiking
1: with my dogs. Yeah, I mean, you definitely look like a lunatic doing that. Hundred percent.
0: Whenever I walk them down the street, people like stop and stare, and they're like, "This bitch is crazy." Like,
1: who the fuck lives (laughs) near us now? This is insane.
0: Yeah, but they walk so well on leash, and then they played in the creek, and like people are like, "Oh, cats hate water," but I'm like, my cats are the best. So,
1: how's your foster dog doing?
0: I don't have him anymore
1: because you don't like him again or more anymore.
0: He's so cute. Um he's has so much energy and yeah, I guess he got adopted.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So you didn't get rid of him, is what I'm saying.
0: Well, okay, so he started tearing up my apartment and I obviously lease duh. Yeah. Um and so I had to say, "Yo, like on Wednesday, um I can't keep him at my apartment anymore because I, you know, I don't own it." So another foster took him over, but he got adopted now, so she only had him a couple days. Nice. But he's a sweet, cute puppy. I actually inquired about keeping him, and then the next day he started um, chewing up my house. So he, it was like... He knew. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be with you.
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> like, this place is a fucking zoo. I don't want to be here. <laughs>
0: he just needs like a big yard, you know, lots of activity, you know. He couldn't get all of his energy out, so yeah,
1: he's a good boy. N- now you're too busy, you know.
0: Oh, w- dating or what?
1: I'm just saying you're too busy. Oh. You got a job. You have like three friends now. <laughs> Upgrade from two weeks ago with from one friend and, and a boyfriend. Yeah,
0: he's like, he, he, you said earlier, like, oh, you're hanging out with your one friend. Yeah. And I was like, actually, I have... Three now. I have multiple now, so fuck you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Three, including that one. (laughs) And
0: including the guy I'm dating. (laughs) So one other. I'm I'm just kidding.
1: One other friend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so what is up with you?
1: Nothing much, man. I actually just got a job, day job, fine. Shut up. Yeah, so I took awesome. Yeah, accepted the position, had to take a drug test for it, which is the first time I've ever taken a drug test before. And it was a fucking nightmare of a fucking project, which is insane. So like I when you get hired, I guess there's like an employment drug test, which is mm-hmm. different than a regular drug. I don't fucking know. Cause I'm ignorant. I've never had to do any of it. So I scheduled the guy hiring me was like, Hey, you have to schedule your drug test and it has to be within 72 hours. Well, I go to schedule the drug test and they're not taking drug tests for like another week. So I texted him. I'm like, Hey man, like this is my appointment. He's like, Oh, I have to get you an extension. I was like, okay, like whatever you couldn't get it sooner. And I was like, no, like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, they didn't have an appointment. <laughs> like It
0: is quarantined right now. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: exactly. So I was like, all right, this is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. So I go there. I, you know, I drink a gallon of water, you know, on a uh, on a normal basis every day, at least a gallon of water. So I'm like, I pee every 40 minutes, like, without a doubt. And I'm sitting there and I'm holding this piss, holding this piss. They finally called me in the back. I'm like, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally, this lady just goes, We don't have your test. I was oh. like, What? It's like, We don't have your test at the employers. Were. I'm like, Okay. So, like, she's like, I'm going to call them. Well, she calls and leaves a message and just sits there. And I'm like, Dude, call them again. Like, I'm, I have to pee. Like, what yeah. the fuck? I asked her if I could <laughs> pee ahead of time. She said no. And I was like, What the fuck? So then I called, you know, finally they were like, Yeah, we don't have your test. Can't give it to you. So I call a guy hiring me and he was like, Um, he was like, well, well, that's not good. If you can't take your test, then you can't reapply for another 90 days. I'm like, so you're telling me because these assholes didn't have my test that I now might not have a job for three more months. Like, this is ridiculous.
0: Oh, word. Yeah,
1: like, oh, cool. So then I had to, like, reschedule an appointment and, you know, go to a different location, went to that location. And I walked in and I was like, ma'am, do you have this? Here's my here's my order number. Like, do you have my test? And there, she was like, um, yeah i was like i know that sounds a little weird for me to ask but i went to the other office the other day and they didn't have the test and she's like what what do you mean they didn't have the test i was like lady i don't fucking know they just said that they didn't have my test she's like that's absolutely ridiculous and i was like all of this just to pass the thing too like you know wasn't do yeah. drugs or anything like <laughs> so i'm like I'm like all this just to pass the fucking thing and you know 24 hours later they're like oh you've been approved like when can you start and i was like so I don't start tugging back from uh, Utah though. Yeah, in which will weeks. be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. I, I
0: drug tested for the first time because um, I obviously work with drugs because I work at a vet clinic, mm-hmm. and so they had us all get drug tested. And I've never been so excited for something. I like called my parents. I was like, I'm gonna pass with flying colors because you know sure, yeah. I used to be a drug addict. So it was just the most exciting thing that could have ever happened to me.
1: Oh my gosh i mean i i can understand that though Maybe yeah we're just like oh this is the first one i've ever passed <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like yes uh, usually i fail these things yeah, you know, what you mean? know what i mean Shut up. it's like me actually like going to school and like doing stuff even though i did really well in school i suck at test taking though know? oh yeah I garbage don't... absolute garbage
0: whatever school's for suckers just kidding go to school
1: it's good I'm, to learn. Uh, no, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna disagree. We can have a we can have a topic, uh, you know that I fuck don't go to school, go learn a trade, make more money.
0: That's what I did, but yeah. I don't make that much money. So yeah, you'll you make work. more
1: money doing that. That's like I said, topic for most another. most trades, so. though. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, we're gonna be talking about some good stuff today.
1: A little, I guess. No, it's not good stuff. It's actually <laughs> bad, but it's like some good topics. Yeah, it's a good topic. It's an interesting topic, but yeah. Not good stuff. So should we dive right in? No, no, I'm just kidding. We can dive right in. So have you been cheated on?
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, unfortunately, yeah. All right.
1: right. Have you cheated?
0: I've never cheated, but I've been cheated on three times. Well, by three different people. Oh, good. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know how many times. Yeah, three times. Two of them had full-on relationships with
1: someone else. Like a whole double life. Hundred percent. Did they know about you? Did you ever like find out it? At- so,
0: it's interesting. So the first one um he or she found out about me and she, you know, some girls they're stupid and they blame the other girl
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: like, bro, like I didn't know about you. Yeah, I didn't che-
1: I didn't cheat on you. No,
0: and it's funny because we actually grew up together. Um like we went to the same church and stuff when we were little. And I was like, "Why are you, like why are you taking his side?" He was playing both of us, but she's like, You're a home wrecker, this and that. I was like, I was staying at his house. <laughs>
1: so like where were you? <laughs> yeah.
0: And I was I don't know, I was just like, whatever. And then like a year later, she like threatened to beat me up. She's like this little thing, I could have taken her, but Oh,
1: now, this... now we're gonna get tough.
0: Oh ooh. <laughs> Yeah, you know me. Anyway, so the second one, once we both found out we were being cheated on, we actually became really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um so we started hanging out like every day and she was a cool girl. But, yeah, I mean, I don't understand the point of cheating. When I almost cheated, I literally called them maybe an hour before. And I was like, yo, like, we got to break up.
1: See, I'd rather that, though.
0: 100%. Like, just shoot me a text, even. Like, you talking, don't even have to be I was talking me. about this
1: with someone the other day. And I was like, I would rather someone call me. Like, even if it's fractions of a second before, mm-hmm. you know, like, you're going to go do it. Just the fact that I was part of your thought process is all that matters to me. You know what I mean? Like if you just cheat and you just don't even think about me, then it's like, holy fuck, you're a piece of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, if you just like, if you're about to cheat and you're about to do something stupid, whatever. And you're like, well, hold on, let me just like shoot him a text and just be like, we're done. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like, and then obviously like if I get that text, I'm going to text back and be like, what are you talking about? And then you're not going to answer because you're going to be blowing some dude or whatever. And like, <laughs> you know, and then, and then I'll call and won't get an answer, and then I'll find out that you, like, blew some other dude, and then, all right, I'll get the hint, and it'll still suck, don't get me wrong, like, it's definitely a garbage way to break up with someone, but I'd rather that because I was part of that thought process before you did it, not just totally ignorant to, like, I'm just not, I'm ignorant to your life, you know what I mean, which is, that's the, That's what hurts me the most, you know what I mean? Yeah, like
0: you don't even... And then when they say, no, I love you, it's like, no, you don't. You wouldn't disrespect someone like that if you loved them. So I feel like with the people who cheated on me, I didn't love them. I actually don't even know if I've ever been in love, maybe with one person. But I didn't love them. It was more like a blow to my ego when they cheated.
1: So you were just upset that they for one night found quote unquote someone better and you felt like
0: i feel like i'm like what's wrong with me or like our sex or whatever and it just doesn't make sense to me in that regard you know i can see that i just feel yeah i think i feel like cheating
1: from a girl's perspective is different from like a guy's perspective too you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. a girl getting cheated on if it's a heterosexual relationship obviously um because we both are, um, but I feel like it's different. Like when a guy cheats on a girl, it your feelings and your opinions towards that happening to you are a lot different than when a girl cheats on a guy. I don't know. How,
0: did you not have a little sucker punch to the ego?
1: I did, but I didn't like you mentioned like, oh, what's wrong with our sex? I that wasn't the first. That was not the first thing that came through my mind. What was yours? Why? That's just pretty well, like, much it. I mean, like, yeah. like, just what, Like, yours was like an ego thing. Me is like, what was so bad about us?
0: Mm.
1: You know, what was so bad about us that you felt the need to do that?
0: Mm. That was pretty
1: much my first thought. And what's Be- the before point? anger, before anger, I, I, well, after anger. Sorry, anger was my first thought. I was like, you fucking kidding me? But then, you know, once you have some time to like look in the mirror and self-reflect, I was like, why? Like, like why? What's what's so bad about us? I know we had... My last relationship was challenging, but, like, uh, I thought we were doing well, and then met someone else.
0: That's another thing. I feel like with one one of the relationships, I could... I wasn't surprised, you know? Mm-hmm. But the other one, I was just caught off guard, and it's... I didn't understand that. Is I just... I, I was like, what's the point of this? Like, what is the point of you cheating on me? Like, what do you get out of it? I mean, besides maybe an ego boost, but I don't know. That is one of the thoughts. And then I also think, try to think from a compassionate standpoint, not like just about me and my ego. And I'm like, all right, so clearly it's something going on with them and their inner self and maybe like a demon that they're battling with, you know, insecurity or whatever. So I try to, you know, think of it like that. So then I'm like, all right, it's not just me.
1: Yeah. it's tough. That's really tough. Because maybe we should have had someone on here that has cheated. And we could, like, ask them, like, what was going through your mind? Mm -hmm. And I feel like it can't be a guy. Because I feel like 90% of the time that guys cheat, they're like, dude, I was just fucked up. And this fucking girl started jerking me off. And I, I was like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's just kind of how it is. Or they
0: make it so they say it's not my fault. Yeah, or like,
1: (laughs) it didn't matter, dude. She was fucking crazy. And you're like, okay, dude, every girl's crazy. So is every fucking guy, every human. And we all suck and we should be dogs. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the... Yeah, I I feel like you have to have the right guest on here to really portray why they cheated. And I feel like a a, a woman who has cheated is going to be able to touch her emotions a little bit more as to why they did it as opposed mm-hmm. to, like I said, a guy I was just like, dude, whatever. Dude, I was fucked up. And she was hot. And you're like, all right. Dude. And she like, probably
0: was not hot at all. <laughs> yeah, she's
1: probably like a four. And that's the other thing too that I always have said. I do not condone cheating. I think it's a shit thing to do and I don't... I, I, uh, we talked about it already. You know, fucking just break up with the person mm-hmm. even if it's one second before. You know, like, hey, I'm going to suck this guy's dick. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Like, I don't care. But... If you are going to cheat, if, if you are going to make the bad decision to cheat, upgrade. 100%. Upgrade. And they if, always downgrade. If your girl's an 8.1, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. If your girl's an 8.1, the girl you're cheating with better be an 8.2, at least. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like,
0: They usually have an 8.1 or whatever, and they cheat with like a 4. A
1: 4. It's like a t- I've literally seen, I-, I can't name names, obviously. I've literally seen someone cheat with a 1. Like, I mean, like, someone who just, you know. I, and I, Rolled out of a trash can. I mean, she was a nice girl. Don't get me wrong. She was cool. But I'm like, dude, what are what are you doing? Was it worth it? I, for those eight minutes in heaven, I guess. Like, what? In
0: heaven? You
1: know, like, seven mm-hmm. minutes in heaven, like, when I you are in the closet. Agree, like, yeah. But, yeah, I'm like, dude, like, what are we fucking doing here, dude? You know what I mean? Like, this is. This is insane. There's nothing wrong with being a one or two or four. Like, we always, you know, we talk about that. Personality
0: comes first. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. But, like, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, dude, you got a cool girl. You got, she's hot. Like, what the mm. fuck, dude? Like, things
0: <laughs> seem to be going well, but maybe behind closed doors they're not. But... but
1: if that's the case, then fucking break up. Right. It's very simple.
0: And I feel like when people are like, yo, like, she just started being crazy, so I cheated. It's like the crazy card is such a cop out. I just got to say that. Because they say like everyone says, oh like my ex is crazy or you know whatever, but yeah. that's such a cop out for cheating.
1: It is, it's hundred percent, and I mean it's a cop out for even not cheating, just like breaking up. Oh. oh man, like you know you and fucking I don't know Christina broke up. Like what happened? Oh dude, that bitch is crazy. Uh, oh, okay, well how's she crazy, dude? You just you don't even know the half of it, bro. She <laughs> just psycho. Yeah, she's just fucking nuts. I'm like oh. So, like, did you get in a fight? Nah, she's just like, dude, she's just fucking nuts. You want to, like, get fucked up? I'm like, what? <laughs> so, you don't really have an it. excuse. Like, you want to talk about crazy, you ask me. I'll tell you crazy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I got crazy. I got stories on stories on stories on stories of crazy. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've heard some of them. Yeah,
1: so, like, I'll tell you crazy. So, like, I'm it's told, justified.
0: I can't even talk, though, because I say a lot of my exes are crazy.
1: And you're a lunatic. <laughs> Tell, I'll tell me I'm wrong. I'll wait as I take a sip of water.
0: I mean, I would say when I was younger, I was definitely a spiteful bitch, but now that I'm on meds and stuff, which we'll talk about later,
1: <laughs> <laughs> literally would, in like 15 minutes,
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm a lot more even. And if you, you know, if you were to cheat or if you fuck me over or we get in a fight, I honestly, I just am like, all right, cool, like I don't care. Like
1: exhausted. Exactly. Like I, like
0: I got in a fight. Like, a little a little tiff. Not, I wouldn't even say a fight. Like, just a little argument with the guy that I'm seeing right now. And I was like, all right. Well, like, honestly, I don't even care. Like, I have one life, so I'm not going to put energy into this. I'm just going to focus on being happy. So, I'm going to go. I'm
1: going to roll out. I don't
0: have time for this. And it, some people are like, yo, like, why are you being so chill about it? You're supposed to be a psycho girl, you know? But now I'm just like, I don't care. I'm just going to. Go to the dog park or something. But if you cheated, life.
1: you're going to go psycho, right?
0: I honestly, no, that's what I'm saying. I honestly, now, I don't think, I think that I would just ghost. I would just disappear. I'm not going to put my energy into it.
1: Makes sense. But
0: I haven't been in that situation in a while, so maybe. But I don't know
1: how I would feel, again, if I was cheated on.
0: You would be angry. You have some anger.
1: I do have anger. You're
0: pretty chill, but I feel like you're a passionate person. So
1: I don't know because I, because I think since the last one ended the way that it did cheating, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I wouldn't be as angry as I think I would be just because I'm just like, kind of like I said, just exhausted. I'm just like, oh, fucking kidding me. Like again, on the next one, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. fucking, so I don't know. I don't think I, I don't know if I would be angry.
0: I think also now. I think back then I was pretty codependent, and I wasn't happy with my inner self, so I was seeking approval from other people. So that's why I hurt my ego so much. But now I'm so happy with myself, and I love myself so much. That's why I'd be like, "Yo, it's not something wrong with me. It's something wrong with you." So all right, I'm gonna go. Obviously, this wasn't meant to be.
1: Absolutely, and I'm I I'm kind of at that same point now, where like I know what I can offer. I know what I had. I know. That I can offer one hundred percent of myself mm-hmm. to somebody, and I actually had this conversation. Was it actually was it with you? I'm I am can not remember. Um, recently, that like you know, there's guys out there that can provide like a lot of materialistic things or even like thoughtful things because they have the they're in the position to be able to afford that and or have the time to do certain things and whatnot. And that's great and good for them. I am not hating, I'm not throwing shade or anything, but it is. I don't have access to that as much stuff as some other guys do but those guys provide that for a significant other who are of a higher, you know, stature or whatever um but that's only them giving say like 60% of themselves to their that significant other where yes I might not be able to give you what that person can give you but I'm giving you 110% of myself so if a girl can't see that I'm giving 110% of what I'm capable of giving and she can't understand that and appreciate it, then that's not, that's not who I want to be with. You know, just because the guy who owns his, you know, owns a big fucking insurance company or whatever and can take a week off and fucking plan a thoughtful, you know, you know, date or something like that or buy you fucking shit if that's what you're into or whatever, like that, that's easy for him because he had, but someone who's just like a normal stand-up guy like myself, you know, just, you know, I have to go above and beyond to make you happy. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm giving you 110. He's only giving you 70. And if you can realize that just because his 70 is more than my 110, if you can realize that, then that's fine. So if I'm doing that and giving my 110 and she still decides to cheat, I know that I can look in the mirror and go, well, I gave 110. I didn't get 110 back. I didn't get 50 back. I didn't get anything back. So, fuck you. I'm out. You know what I mean? And I'm, so that's why I don't know if I would actually be angry. I think I'd be just like, all right, whatever. You know, not, I know what I can give. Yeah. So, if I'm not going to get that back, then see you.
0: I'm not angry. I'm disappointed.
1: Oh, the worst, right? <laughs> I think we said that actually in one of our first few episodes. Really? I'm pretty sure well, um, I think it's episode 2. And I was like, "Sarah, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed." You're like, "Yeah, I heard that a lot." <laughs> you know. Honestly, probably. Yeah, it's but and it's not even disappointed though. I th- I think I like I agree with the statement, you know, but I don't even think it's disappointed. It's just like, "All right, like what the fuck ever now?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm tired.
0: I'm old. I'm tired.
1: Yeah. I don't feel like dealing with this shit. No. I'm too old, too. Yeah. Too old. Like, we're fucking almost 30. hmm We're almost 30, and we're going to sit here and fucking still cheat on each other? Grow up.
0: Yeah. Fucking like, grow up. It's like some college shit.
1: High school shit. I even think... I mean, I guess college, you just get fucked up at a party and whatever. Just you know, jerk them off a little bit. What's that? <laughs> you just jerk them off and a the little bit. And girls just, like, jerk some other dude off a little <laughs> bit. you know? So, you know whatever. <laughs> But, I mean, I get it, but, I mean, what what do you think the main reason is that people cheat? Like, why do you think they cheat?
0: I mean, I always say inner insecurity, but honestly, I feel like it's just you're a shitty person.
1: Do you think? Yeah, but, I mean, I think it's tough. I think, again, I think it's different when a guy cheats and a girl cheats. I think guys are a little bit, they're just wired differently.
0: Well, they're dogs.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. So I think they're wired differently. And because they're wired differently, they're thinking with their dick and not their head. You know, mm-hmm. and I just think if presented the opportunity to get a piece of ass, they're, they're going to go after it. Actually, that actually leads me to another question here. What do you consider cheating? Like, do you consider mm-hmm. texting another girl cheating? See, on Liking it- pictures on Instagram cheating? Okay. It, I mean, obviously, I think DMing and pursuing someone is... A form of cheating but like do yeah. you think liking a picture on instagram would be cheating
0: all right so i would be more upset with an emotional cheat than a physical cheat like if you're having a if you're really like texting and talking and hanging out with someone that would hurt me more than you just Getting having like job. a one night stand you know mm-hmm. um i mean they both suck but that would be more painful that you're like confiding in this person and like having this connection. Back in the day with the Instagram thing, I was psychotic and I'd be like, well, if you like a girl's picture, it's basically saying, "Yo, I want to fuck you." So that uh, but again, that was an ego thing and an insecurity thing and a pride thing. So, but now I'm like, "Yo, you can follow some hot bitches on Instagram and like I'm like I'll probably like them too." So, I don't care so I,
1: I've actually gotten shit for that as well, too, because, you know, toxic relationships. Got to love it. And um, I was always told that, you know, uh, well, same thing. You know, if you're liking a girl's picture on Instagram, that means that you think they're hot and you want to fuck them. Um, and you now disagree with that because you're older, wiser and whatnot. Um, but what if it? what if the person they're liking is like a real person and not just some Instagram model? Like a person that they know. A friend you know what i mean yeah a friend who's single friend who maybe they have made out with or whatever in the past or whatever
0: i think that it would determine it would be determined by my feelings would be determined by how our relationship is in that moment Mm -hmm. if we're in a really shitty place and then you're just like out there commenting and liking Mm -hmm um mainly commenting <laughs> but mm-hmm. if you're just like out there liking like this chick's photo that you used to bang then i'd be a little bit mm-hmm. like yo what the fuck are you like is something going on there but if it's just like we're in a really good place i probably would not really care that much
1: but we'll see we'll, yes, <laughs> see, yeah, we'll see i'd love to say his name but because i know him you know your current relationship yeah I would love to say his name. Hey, man, watch out. (laughs) (laughs) I warned you. This is your warning, mister.
0: But, yeah, I think that he's just as fucked as I am. So I think that it just kind of we get each other.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens, you know. I don't even know how long I'll live here, you know. We'll see how this all plays out. But... Which I told him, I was like, yo, I don't even know if I'll be here long term, so, but I'll enjoy you for right now. Jesus. I like him though, it's just, you know.
1: Yeah, let's not get off topic. Yeah. But, because I actually do want to get back to the, the, like, liking things on Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, I find that interesting that you think that way, because I don't think most girls do. No,
0: most girls don't. Like, I like, used to not. Like, yeah. Even, like, a year ago. <laughs>
1: I don't know how it would feel if it was the other way around. Like, I probably wouldn't like it either. Now that I think about it, I probably would hate it. But I think it's, again, I think it's different for guys and girls because I know that if my significant other is liking other dudes' pictures, especially a guy who she has maybe hooked up with before in the past or whatever, like, guys don't give a fuck that she's in a relationship. They're going to try and fuck you again. Mm -hmm. So, like... And they're going to actively pursue that as opposed to like a girl is more than likely going to not do that. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, and and I think like that's really where like your are like my insecurities would come out in the sense that like, okay, well, she's liking his pictures. He's going to see that and be like, she don't give a fuck that she has a boyfriend. Let's slide in the DMs, see if I can get a blowjob, you know. And before you know it, she's getting manipulated in the DMs to, you know cheat on me but
0: i i think that if okay so if i were to start liking a guy's pictures or even if i'm following a guy i used to just hook up with and it was nothing else like we're not even friends i think that's weird um but if i'm starting to like his pictures it's probably me wanting them to come into my dms for attention so and you can't manipulate someone to cheat so that's a choice that you're making
1: i don't know if i agree with that Really? I don't think I agree with that.
0: At the end of the day, it's my choice to cheat. I
1: I I do agree, but I think people. I think um, someone can be almost like brainwashed into making that decision. No. Sure, you can.
0: (laughs) No. Why couldn't you? Why do you think you can't? I feel like at the end of the day, if I value and respect the person that I'm with and I actually have love for them, then I'll respect them, and I'll be loyal to them.
1: And that's that's fine. I understand that. But if someone can figure out that you have some insecurities about your relationship, and then they go in, and they hone in on them, and they...
0: In that sense, yes. But then then I... Then that's
1: manipulating you into cheating.
0: Yeah, but I also think then you're making that choice because you're not happy in your relationship.
1: Which I totally get, but... To say that someone can't manipulate you into cheating, I I think is ignorant. Ignorant? Yeah. There's no (laughs) way that that's true. There's no way that's true. Mm. I think if because if you do have some insecurities about your relationship, instead of talking to them with your significant other, you're talking about them with someone else. Oh, yeah. And that person then is going to take that information, manipulate it, and Mm. then take advantage of it. Okay. See?
0: I'm not going to say you're right, but I'm going to say, okay, I see where you're coming from.
1: You, you don't want to say i right because you know I'm right and you hate saying I'm right. Just like this morning. About what? Breakfast. You're like, oh, this doesn't taste like hot dogs. And I was like, yeah, it does. And you're like, oh. And yeah, I was like, right. I'm right, aren't I? And you're like, I'm, I don't want to say it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had pork roll for the first time. And he was like, yeah, it's like a hot dog. And I was like, no, it's not. And then two minutes later, I was like,
1: fuck, it's mm, kind of like a hot yeah, dog. Yeah, it tastes like a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I am right. You can't be manipulating into cheating. At the end of the day, yes, I agree. It's your choice if you're going to do it or not. But manipulation comes on so many different levels. And yeah. if you can mentally get into you know, someone's head and pull the strings that need to be pulled to get you to make that decision, that's it. You know what I mean? Because I, I want to know how I know that. I think that's what happened in my, relations, in my last relationship. So, but she
0: was probably also pretty insecure. She uh, seems like she was fairly insecure. Yeah from what you told me.
1: All right, guys. Aware is an apparel and media company that aims to make meditation more accessible to the masses. The Awear Audio Experience podcast explores the growing role of mindfulness and meditation in a modern society, and supporters can extend that awareness into their wardrobes with Awear Apparel. Awear Apparel offers a suite of sustainable bamboo clothing and other mindful accessories like aroma bracelets and essential oils. Check out their Instagram at A-wear Apparel. Or their website at aware-apparel.com, and that's aware-a-w-e-a-r-apparel.com for more. Make sure to use discount code irregular10 to receive 10% off of your order. It helps us out, guys. Please use irregular10 discount code for 10% off your order. And guys, seriously, their t-shirts are awesome.
0: You got a compliment from a girl the other day. I
1: did. I did. I wore one the shirt. She's like, "That's a really nice shirt." And I was like, "Whoo, thanks." and yeah. it was really comfortable it was it was really comfortable and i'm not gonna lie i was a little selfish or i'm being a little selfish and saying that i look fucking awesome in it so like, <laughs> i don't you know, know if
0: that's selfish it's just conceited <laughs> yeah all right, yeah
1: we'll say that conceited i was like yeah it's dude selfish. i fucking look banging in this shirt yeah so let's dive into our next topic which is kind of not like it's a polar opposite of like what we just <laughs> discussed but um it is pretty interesting and I feel that um, on a joking level, you suffer from this. (laughs) You suffer heavily from this. Uh, Heavily from this, and that's some mental illness. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's fucked up. up. We're just like joking about it, but it's whatever. No, I joke
0: about my, my fucked up brain all the time. This is true. My psyche is just
1: fucked. This is true. What kind of stigmas do you think come along with a mental illness?
0: Well, first off, let's say what mental illnesses I have. Illnesses.
1: (laughs) We're going to get personal here. So she whips out (laughs) of her fucking notepad. and She's like, so I got this, 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 and this.
0: So uh, I'm bipolar. uh, And then I also am OCD and ADHD.
1: Okay. So. Speak about your bipolarness. My bipolarness. Is that that a word? My bipolarity. Bipolarity. Ooh, that sounds better. Yeah, it does. But I don't know what it is. Ugh. Um,
0: so I. Okay, so I think that bipolar, especially, there's such a stigma around it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a, I'm psycho, and I'm just up down, up down. Mm-hmm. Which maybe I am when I'm not on medication.
1: Very true. <laughs> Even on. Even on. Medication, you fuck.
0: So with the type of bipolar I have, um, I'll go. I'm can be manic where i like won't sleep for multiple days and i just will be like coloring a coloring book or like reorganize my house or whatever um and then i'll sleep for like seven days and like knock it out of bed and just like be so depressed mm-hmm. and then i'll like lash out in a little bit of anger here and there like things like that and like not have control over these emotions mm-hmm. and it's interesting because I'll talk about how I'm bipolar, and then someone will be like, "Oh yeah, me too." And I'm like, "I never thought that you were," because we seem pretty normal in day to day life. If you don't really know us, Mm -hmm. once you really know us, then we'll be comfortable and we'll like, you know, show our true colors. But I think that was
1: my big mistake is figuring out who you actually are. (laughs) Now I'm like, Jesus Christ! I got to deal with all these personalities.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. But I think that people don't say that they're bipolar because there is such a stigma behind it, like that you're psycho.
1: When all it is, is just needing to help managing your emotions. Correct. Sounds like.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I've tried probably about 40 different concoctions of medications and it took up until maybe, I'd say two years, three years ago that I found the perfect thing and now I feel great.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And how long, so 40 different concoctions of cocktails and of pills mm-hmm. and whatnot. Over what span of time did that happen c- until you found three, four years ago your your perfect cocktail?
0: Probably when I was 17.
1: So 17 is when you start to get medicated mm-hmm. for bipolar. Well. Or for being bipolar. For,
0: so originally they just medicated me for ADHD. Um, and then... They started incorporating. Then they thought I was just depressed. And then they realized, oh, no, this bitch is. Well, then they thought I had borderline personality disorder. But- that
1: I can see. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but I think I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up.
0: Then they were like, oh, no, this bitch is just bipolar. And then they started treating me for that. And then they incorporated the OCD. So now that I have everything strained out, I'm like, all right, The thing, it's interesting, though, because the bipolar disorder, that interfered with my relationship with my family, but the OCD interfered with my relationship with people around me, especially at work and stuff. Mm -hmm. So
1: That's interesting that you talk about that. Yeah. I don't think I suffer from any mental illness, at least diagnosed. I mean... yeah, is that, is that a mental illness? Yes. I guess. Oh, all right, cool. Then fuck yeah, we're on the same team. Let's go. Let's get some. Mental illness for the week. Yeah, do we have jerseys? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I definitely, uh, definitely have anxiety, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Um, but I don't have – I have a little experience with um, bipolar uh, or deal, dealing with people who have uh, – I don't want to say dealing with. That sounds horrible. But, you know – The challenges that come with someone who is bipolar, you know, family member, um, mine who is bipolar manic. Um, and then I have a friend as well, um, who suffers from it, but, and I, I remember more about my friend than I do my family member, just because I remember being a kid. I just remember being, it was a senior year in high school and, and just like being like, dude, what is, what is going on with him? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Just kind of saying off-the-wall shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, whatever. I I don't really know. You know, I don't don't get it. And then finally, you know, after diagnosis and blah, 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 find out that he's bipolar. And you're like, okay, like it is what it is. And he's totally cool now, you know, fine.
0: I think a lot – so I know a lot of people who suffer from, you know, depression, bipolar, whatever – And since there's such a stigma about getting help and getting medication, and they're like, I'm against big pharma, they cope by like just smoking weed every day or whatever. And I see that, in my opinion, it does not help. And you're still suffering from these uh, side effects Mm -hmm. of your disease. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm super big on going to a psychiatrist going to the therapist, well, I don't go to therapy, probably should, but (laughs) I just think that, you know, there's help out there for a reason, why are you afraid?
1: Yeah, and I think people are afraid just because people think that they're crazy, like, uh, we've said, I've said it before, actually, I think, on our first episode where we discussed, or discussed, you know, what this podcast is going to be about, blah, 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 I think I haven't mentioned, like, why is it, why is there a negative stigma to, you know your your mind is a little fucked up, right? It's a little right. broken. Embrace. Why is there why is there a stigma of going and getting help to fix that? But if I break my arm, it there's no stigma to me going and get fixing my arm, like just because it's a bone or just because I tear my rotator cuff, you know, like just because it's that, it's different than like your mind being a little broken. Like it's fucked up. I don't agree with that. Like my yeah. mind is a little broken. It is what it is. So, like. Go fix it. You know what I mean? Go fix it. It's fine. You know, but the, the people, you know, surrounding you might look at you. Oh my God, she's crazy. She goes, she, she's a therapist. Like mm-hmm. I told my friends that I'm like, yeah, I see a therapist. They're like, what? Not that they're like shaming me for it, but they kind of were like, wait a minute. What the fuck? Cause I'm definitely one of the most outward spoken of my friends. And they're mm-hmm. like, the fuck do you need a therapist? What do you, what do you need to talk to someone for? And I'm like, well, I talk to them a lot about my career more than anything, mm-hmm. you know, my career path and whatnot. So it's more of career guidance, but it's still a therapist because I have a lot of anxiety surrounding my my career um, and, you know, jobs and all that other shit. So I talked to him about it, and it took a while for me to actually muster up the courage to do it, but it shouldn't be like that. That's the problem. It shouldn't, I shouldn't have to muster up the courage to get – I've wanted to do it for a long time, but I never did it. And that's a fucking problem. I think that's a big problem with society today that I shouldn't have to build up the courage to go fucking talk to a therapist. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't at all. That's insane. That would be like, again, me breaking my arm and being like, well, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think I want to go to a doctor, you know, but you know having to muster up the courage to go see a doctor because I have a broken fucking arm. Like, It'll just heal
0: on its own. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll deal with the pain. I'll, I'll
1: figure it out myself. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just smoke some weed. <laughs> yeah. I'll just smoke some weed. And then all of a sudden, like these two bones that are sticking out of my arm are just going to come back together. It'd be fine. You know, like, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't work like that. So like it's fucked up. I don't, I don't think that's right.
0: Yeah. Um, so when I was younger, I, I think what first came out was my OCD because I would wash my hands till like my skin was coming off. I would wear like I would cover my face because I was afraid of getting Diseases. I would have to have my mom sleep in bed with me because I was like, oh, I have like a brain tumor. I have this and that. I'm going to die during the night. This started when I was seven years old.
1: What do you mean that you used to cover your face? Were you the OG mask wearer before (laughs) COVID-19 rolled through?
0: Like I would pull my sweatshirt up over my mouth and like my nose. Mm -hmm. And like I would pull – anytime I'd touch anything, I'd pull my – like I always wore a sweatshirt even when it was hot out. And I would pull my sleeves down before I touched something. I would – I was so scared of germs. Terrified. And
1: now look at you rolling out of trash cans. (laughs) I am the germ. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are the germ. (laughs) You are the virus. (laughs) I know.
0: So anyway, yeah. So I was terrified. And so my parents sent me to therapy, you know, and that helped. But there was a deeper issue that we didn't realize. Like, it wasn't just things that happened to me when I was a child or things that, were going on around me there was also something some screws loose in my mind
1: yeah so
0: i should have started seeing a psychiatrist when i was young because it's things like that just continued to progress until i was 17 and finally went and my parents were like all right maybe there is something deeper
1: mm-hmm. so how old were you when you were covering your face and wearing the sweatshirt Seven. Oh, seven. Okay. i was
0: young yeah and it yeah so i don't even know why exactly it started it just did I just became afraid Hmm. and then my OCD also started showing in other ways like I you know would leave my house and I'd be like oh did I turn this off and I would go check and then I would leave again and I'd be like wait did I turn so I'd go multiple times Mm -hmm. and it's like I knew in my mind and I would feel like I'm going crazy and I'd be like, I know I turned it off, but I need to go check again or mm. yeah. Or like my lights on my car, I would like turn them off and on like three times. Uh, just weird things like that.
1: I, I mean, I, I think every human suffers from a little bit of OCD, just like dumb shit. Like for me, I'm huge on the volume. Like if volume has a number to it, has to be divisible by 5.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah,
1: so like if it's like 10, 15, 20, like whatever, 25, then there are a handful of like little numbers sprinkled in there that I'm okay with. Like 17 is my favorite number, so we're cool there. I don't I don't I like 23 for whatever reason too, so like we're cool there. But outside of that, it's it's a it has to be divisible by 5. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't why? I don't know. It just has to do it. Like it freaks me the fuck out when it's not, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone suffers a little bit but when it I think the when it becomes challenging is when it takes over your life you know, like, yeah. me putting the volume at fucking 20 or 25 or 23 it's like, not that big of a deal. And it's not going to
0: ruin your relationships. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Yeah. Like, uh, could you imagine, like, girl, <laughs> we're breaking up. Why? Because you always have a little fucking 23. I want out 24. Fuck you. We're done. I'm going to blow this guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, it's, so, it started actually affecting my relationships at work, too. Because I would be like, this isn't perfect. This isn't the – like, you're not doing it the way that I need. And – so then people were like yo you're psychotic it doesn't really matter like as long as shit gets done and you know whatever then it's fine but I needed things a certain way and like perfect um but now that I'm on my medication it's funny where I work now they're like yo like you're just so laid back you just don't care and I'm like
1: like you should you have seen. Should <laughs> have seen me fucking three years ago. Yeah, all yeah. y'all would be dead. You know, and I'd have ripped all your fucking heads off because you ain't doing shit right. Right. I'm You're just. Like, oh. Yeah,
0: but now I'm like, yo, as long as things get done, and since I worked in that process, I was like, as long as nothing dies, then you know, I did my job. So that it is what sense. it is. But yeah, I think definitely my bipolar disorder was probably the most. <laughs>
1: the most you put your hands up and wave them around. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like
0: the yeah, the biggest stigma was definitely around that. And even now like sometimes I get nervous telling actually who am I just kidding? I joke about it all the time with everybody. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm just like these are my issues. Like when I go and I first date, I'll say, "Yo, so I'm bipolar. I have OCD." I have herpes, which we'll talk about another time. <laughs> I'm a walking STD trash can. <laughs> but
1: you're a walking STD trash can uh, bacteria. I'm <laughs> virus. Disgusting. Uh-huh. Just a term.
0: No, like, and I'll say, yo, I used to be a drug addict. I used to, you know, have an eating disorder, you know, this and that. I'm like, take me or leave me, baby.
1: And then they're just like, I'll take the check. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
0: and it's funny because I don't know if it's just because – Okay, that was going to sound really conceited. I was going to say, I don't know if it's just because, like, guys find me attractive or something, but usually, like, they don't really care.
1: Yeah. I could see a guy just being like, whatever. I would... Mainly because they think with their cock, so you know, like, whatever.
0: I mean, I've definitely had a few people be like, "Yo, you're like this." You're like,
1: "Yeah, you know, I like this. I'm a vet tech. I murdered like six people. This and the other thing." They're like, "Yeah, but I mean, she's got a fat ass." Like, <laughs> you're like, "Wait, did you miss the part that she's fucking murdered like eighty people?" You know.
0: Honestly, there's like a blank stare, and they're not even listening to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're just, just like, like staring at my tits or something. <laughs> yeah, right. They're just
1: like, "Oh yeah." So like, I wonder what she looks like naked. <laughs> like it's pretty. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's probably where yeah. you're getting a lot of it from. Right. I mean, I don't
0: lay it out there necessarily the first date. Although you, the other day you were like, yo, like maybe wait to tell them that you have herpes until like a couple dates in. And I was like, oh yeah, for sure. Literally that night I told them really, on our first know, date. Vom- Vomit
1: of the mouth. You know, I mean. I know.
0: And you're like, wait, did you tell him? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. I'm
1: like, yeah, so that means yes.
0: Yeah. But well. I feel like it, the more I talk about it, people are like, yo, that's dope that you even say anything about it.
1: Do you think it's getting better? Do you think like mental like mental mental illness awareness? I guess that's what it would be, right? Mm-hmm. You know, more mental awareness. Do you think it's getting better? Like do you think the stigma behind it is getting better or do you think it's getting worse? I
0: think that it's actually getting a little bit better because I think that cele- ce- celebrities mm-hmm. are talking about what they have. Like, uh, you know, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, they talk about how they're bipolar. And so I think people feel more comfortable talking about it and maybe seeking help, you know. But I think that it's important. I mean, I, I'm i such a hypocrite because I don't go to therapy and I probably should, but I had a bad experience when I was younger. Um, but I think it's important to not just do therapy if you have a severe mental illness and not just seek a psychiatrist to you know cover it with meds but to do both
1: Mm -hmm. yeah because i'm not a big fan of just medicating just to medicate as well too because i've had friends who got got injured or whatever got medicated before you know it they're addicted to fucking you know painkillers and shit Mm -hmm. like that and you know that that's a whole another topic of discussion, you know, which we probably should have talked about last week when we talked about <laughs> drug addiction. But um, I guess we can always talk about it again. Um. So, but, yeah, so, like, I'm not a big fan of that. Like, I suck at sl- – for example, like, I suck at sleeping. Terrible. I always have been, even when I was a kid. I just fucking wake up in the middle of the night and I look around. And I'm like, why the fuck are you awake? And then I roll back and fall back asleep. But I you never... have to
0: fall asleep to the office every night.
1: I don't have to, but I do. <laughs> but, you know, so it's like – I do that and it sucks because I never get into my REM sleep and, you know, so I'm always fucking tired and all that other happy horse shit, but everyone's like, oh, why don't you like, you know, take melatonin or why don't you do this, why don't you do that? I was like, well, I don't want to become dependent on melatonin just to fucking sleep, you know what I mean? And maybe that's a bad thing, you know, whatever, but like, there's going to be a time where I'm not going to have a drug to fucking put me to sleep and... You know if I sleep out one night or whatever you know so I don't want to be dependent on it and I it's kind in a way it is and it isn't different because you know having a mental illness you have to survive all day every day with it so like but if it is I just don't like the idea of medicating someone not that just doesn't need to be medicated if it if it can be worked through just mm-hmm. by talking to someone I think that's where everybody needs to start first is talk to someone because I remember talking to my therapist for the first time And, and I was just like, wow, like that was really cool. And I had a buddy of mine, you know, he hit me up one day and was like, dude, I'm in a shit spot. Like I need someone to talk to him. I was like, all right, cool. He came over, we shot the shit, you know, for a while. Um, We actually wound up just going around driving around in um, my car For like three hours and just talking about what he was dealing with and how he was feeling, blah, blah. And it got to the point where I was like, dude, I can help you as a friend, but I'm not a professional. I'm not trained in this, so I can't fully dissect. I can tell you, you know, I can get you to the point where I can be like, hey, man, or like we had gotten to the point where I'm like, hey, man, you just got to suck it the fuck up. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And sometimes some people need to hear that. I'm that type of person. If I'm just being a bitch, someone's just going to be like, yo, dude, you're being a bitch, suck it up. And it's like, fuck. Okay. You're right. Um, you know, he's not that type of person. So I said, I think it's, I think it's about time that you, I can help you and I have no problem helping you, but I think you're at that level where you need to speak to a professional who really knows how to dissect what's going on inside your head.
0: That's another thing I feel like I don't, I think that we should go to our friends and family if we're in a tough spot or whatever, like, or we should be able to talk to them, but also we should not put that on them. You know, therapists went to school so that they can separate that from their like personal life and whatnot, but like our friends and family, that's, it's not their job to save us or to pull us out of the trench. Like, it's, yes, they're supposed to be there for you, but also we should ask, like, hey, are you, able and in a good place for me to vent to you right now about something like pretty deep and personal or is that something that's gonna affect you mm-hmm. like I do that to my friends now I'm like yo like is it cool if I just like and you do that to me you're like hey can I just vent to you for a minute Yeah. but if I'm not in a place mentally to take on your shit I'm gonna say no
1: yeah and I, I agree to a degree I mean your friends and family are they're definitely your first wave of defense you know, yeah. so it's like, okay, I'm going to go to them first. Nine, 99 I would say this isn't a real statistic, so don't hold me against it. But I would say 99% of the time, people who are having any issues, whether it's mental health, physical health, whatever, social, you know, anxiety, this, and this they're going to go to their friends or family first before they seek a professional. They're not going to, no one's going to jump right to a professional. They're mm-hmm. always going to go to someone who they can relate to first. So there's that. Um, but, You know, back on the topic of seeing a therapist and and stuff like that and being medicated, you know, my buddy went and that next day actually scheduled an an appointment with a a therapist for the following week. He went and saw, I said, dude, give me a call when you're done. He literally called me and he was like, yo, I just got done. I was like, yep. How was it? He's like, I feel amazing. I was Mm -hmm. like, really? He's like, don't get me wrong. You helped me the other night. I felt good. I felt a little bit better about myself, but. I left there and I feel like a million bucks. That's what a professional does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He doesn't need to be medicated. Okay. He just needs to talk through his issues and needs to be challenged on his thoughts and the way it challenged on his thoughts and challenged on what his actions are. And this, that's just who he is as a person. He doesn't need to be medicated. So the scary thought that I, or the only, uh, reservations that I have is I don't want someone like that going and being like, Oh, you know, I'm feeling this type of way. Oh, well, here's some drugs. No, 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 no. Like let's try and work through it first and then move on to something if it's a lot deeper than that if you you know if certain things aren't firing off in your brain then and chemically you know then fine I'm okay with that but let's figure that out first you know let's figure out that that's not the case first you know process of elimination I guess and that's where what scares me about the um you know this push for mental health movement is I I don't want everyone to think like okay well let's just it's like having like having all the money in the world and just throwing money at something well just because you throw money at it doesn't mean that it's going to fix itself you know Mm -hmm. you have to appropriate you have to you know funds need to be appropriated accordingly so it's the same thing like we have this issue mental health it's getting better you know people the stigma is starting to slowly slowly go away but i don't want the stigma to slowly go go away because we're just going to throw a bunch of fucking drugs at it No that's not the case. That's not that's not the answer in my opinion.
0: I think that also so I've been seeing a lot of things on Facebook and whatever talking about oh, you know, if I'm if I don't know, if someone's suicidal and they go to you and like you don't help them then it's kind of your fault that they killed themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's also, you know, their responsibility whether they're depressed or whatever to take that step. And like seek help to outside of just mm-hmm. their inner circle. Like it's your, it's it's my responsibility to go to a therapist or a psychiatrist when I have am in like a bad mental state and be like, yo, I don't think these meds are working anymore. Like, can we try mm-hmm. something else or whatever? I don't think it's some like.
1: Yeah, but if you think about this, if if these meds aren't working or whatever, you might not be in the mental state to be able to make that cognitive decision. To say, like, this isn't working. You don't know. You know what I mean? That's the thing that I will always say. You never know what demons people are battling inside their own head. They don't know. But if, it's hard.
0: If I'm actively like, yo, like, I think that I'm just going to end my life and this and that. Like, don't you think that it's also my responsibility to, to stand up for myself? It's not other people's responsibility to save me. Just like it's not my responsibility to save someone else.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think what you're, what you're trying to say is if someone were to commit suicide, that people feel guilty that they didn't do anything about it or that they didn't save them. I think that's a personality issue in the sense that like no matter what, even if you did give all the help in the world, you're someone's going to feel that way. There's always that, well, what if I said this? What if I said that? I lost a friend earlier this year, suicide and I was with him one week before it happened and I could tell I looked at him and I could tell something wasn't fucking right and do I feel guilty that I didn't pull him aside and just be like dude what's up because what if I did say that what if I was just like yo man like you good and then that changed everything and he's still here it's not my fault that I feel that way and it's not his fault that I feel that way either it's just like you're going to feel that way. I think no matter what, you're going to feel that way. Yeah, it's not my responsibility to do that, but I think no matter what, whether it's me or the next guy, someone is going to feel that way. It's nobody's responsibility to save somebody else. It's I bet just that you'll
0: still feel like I could have done more.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I should have. I it, like looking back I should have said something. But that doesn't mean if I said something that... It wouldn't have happened. It still wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think, a lot of times I think, that the decision to end your own life um, when suffering from a mental illness, obviously, um, I think the decision's made long before it actually happens.
0: Oh, 100%. And there's usually multiple suicide attempts, too.
1: And there's also high levels of intoxication involved as well, too. Usually. I would love to see a statistic on the amount of people who commit suicide and what their intoxication level was at that time or if they were under the influence of any other drugs besides the drugs prescribed to them if they were prescribed drugs. Mm-hmm. I think it would be I think it would be drastic. We should probably look that up and touch on it another time. Mm-hmm. Figure that out.
0: That just got so deep. It did. <laughs> how do we I'm light like, how so do we lighten the mood can you like fart or something to lighten the mood?
1: Anyway <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when we were first setting up, he
0: was like, yo, fart into your mic. <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah. Make but, a fart noise. Such a child. Yeah. So,
1: like, you know, it's funny because, like, before, like, using any of this recording equipment, you know, you go to, like, a concert and they're like, check, check. And you're like, why the fuck did they actually say this? And I'm like, now that I learned how to use this shit, I was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> but instead of saying check, I'm just like, yes, yeah, here, make a fart noise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, literally such a little boy. <laughs> Whatever,
1: dude. I, I, who was I talking to? Uh, the girl I was, I'm seeing now. Uh I was like, I was like, poop and fart jokes will forever be funny. I can be ninety years old, poop and fart joke is still gonna be funny. Don't care.
0: Yeah, would you say that once you're like, does she poop from that butt?
1: Oh yeah. I was like, damn say. girl, you poop from that butt. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's funny. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, but I,
0: I okay, so this is a funny story really quick and it's off topic.
1: Do we have, we don't have time for it? Okay, fine. Like go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's a poop joke, it's fine. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. We're going to end it. We'll, we'll start off with it next episode. Yeah, How yeah, about that? Yeah. Close it out for us there.
0: All right, guys. So make sure to like, subscribe. It helps us out um, immensely. Yeah. Download the episodes. Um, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Irregular Podcast. Um, make sure to like our – or join our Facebook group, eregular. And um, my Instagram is Sarah, S A R A H J A I B E E Sarah J-B.
1: And then my personal account as well too is at Yobob, E-Y-O-O-O underscore B-O-B, E-Y-O-O-O underscore B-O-B.
0: All right. We'll see you next time.
1: Later. Love y'all.